What is going on, you guys? I go by the name Unknown, and you are listening to the Pipe Bomb Podcast. So this is our AEW Dynamite review from the March 25th, 2020 episode. And we're going to jump right into this. This episode of AEW Dynamite was pretty good. It wasn't amazing. It wasn't, oh my God, what did I just watch? It was just pretty okay. It wasn't better than last week's episode. Last week's episode was just phenomenal from top to bottom. You know, this week, it has some bright spots, but then, like, overall, it was just kind of eh in some spots, you know. And before we jump into the first match, um, JR, Excalibur, and Taz weren't there for commentary. So it was just Tony Schiavone and two other people. And that those two other people were Cody and Kenny Omega for commentary, helping him throughout the night. Now we're going to get into the first match of the night, and it was Cody versus Jimmy Havoc. Jimmy Havoc is finally on Dynamite. I think this is his first time on Dynamite since, I think, ever, or like probably in one of the like first like three, four episodes of, of, um, of Dynamite. But for the most part, he's always on Dark, so that's like a good... You know, I'm I'm glad to see him on an episode of Dynamite instead of just keeping him tucked away on Dark. You know, and they put on a pretty decent opener. Put on a pretty decent opener. But there's one thing I want to point out. I feel like those wired ring ropes, they have something against Cody. Because every time he does a tope or a suicide dive over the top rope, his feet... Is always getting tangled in those ropes. And he's always getting hurt and landing on his face. Like, you would think that Cody would know not to do that after his um incident in Full Gear where he did a suicide dive over the top rope to go to Chris Jericho. And then he landed face first in, like, the steel mesh of, like, the ramp. And, like, he got, like, a nice little cut on, like, on, on the top of his eyebrow. But... Back into the match. The match was pretty good. Jimmy Havoc looked impressive in this match. I want to see more of him in Dynamite, you know, and like 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 somewhere of a mid card feud or just here and there. A couple of matches on Dynamite just don't always keep him on dark. But Cody picks up the victory after giving Jimmy Havoc two crossroads, and that's that. After the match, Tony Schiavone tells Cody like, "Yo, just look at the big screen. Just look at the big screen," and. Who else is on the big screen? Jake the Snake Roberts sitting there in front of like this campfire. And Jake the Snake Roberts is upset. He's appalled that it took AEW this long to sign Jake the Snake Roberts. He is the greatest wrestling mind ever. And it took you guys that long to sign me? That's what Jake Roberts says. Then he says... And not only did it take you this long to sign me, but it took you even longer to sign Lance Archer. Because you've seen what he was doing in Japan. You've seen what he was doing in the independence. Tormenting and brutalizing and killing everybody he steps in the ring with. Oh, I get it. I know why you didn't sign him to AEW. Because you're afraid of him. The Bucks, Cody, Kenny... All of you guys are afraid of Lance Archer. That's why you didn't sign him to AEW fast enough. I get it. But Cody, all we want is one match. That's all we need is one match. You could bring Arn Anderson with you, that piece of shit. 
You can even bring your, your lovely Cleopatra with you, your Monica. And for those of you who... For those of you who didn't get that reference, he's basically calling Brandy, which is Cody Rhodes' wife, Monica Lewinsky, and Cody Rhodes, Bill Clinton. If you don't get that reference, then you're a little too young. But, like, Jake the Snake Roberts, man, he doesn't know how to cut a bad promo. Like, every promo he does is just absolutely just top tier. And it's just, I'm glad that he's clean, and I'm glad he's looking healthy, and I'm glad he's here and with, all, with all elite wrestling you know, and managing Lance Archer and just cutting these amazing promos week after week for the past, like, two, three weeks. He hasn't cut a bad promo. Not one. Then we get into the second match of the night, and it was Darby Allen versus Bad Boy Kip Sabian. And one thing I want to mention about this is that Cody was on commentary, and he basically told Tony, like, hey, doesn't Darby give you Sting vibes? You know, like, you know when you used to commentate WCW, you used to see little stingers in the crowd wearing the face paint. And now, in All Elite Wrestling, you see little Darbys in the crowd wearing face paint just like Darby. And that was a really great comparison. Because Darby Allen, if, if, it, if it's not Cody, Jericho, the Bucks, Kenny, Paige, or Moxley, Darby Allen is getting the biggest, if not the biggest pop. Of the night, every episode. And now that there's no crowd, that, that sucks. Because he had all the momentum in the world to be like this top, like, mid-carder. Or even be a main eventer. But because of all this thing that's going down in the world, it just kind of slowed that momentum. But, back to the match. The match was pretty good. Um, Darby Allin was really technical in this match. Um, I'm going to be honest. I want to see a little bit more from Kim Sabian. Like, if, like, I enjoyed the match, right? But I feel like the star that shined the most was Darby Allen, you know? And I kind of want to see more from Kim Sabian, especially if they want to make each individual wrestler like a star in a household name. I want to see a little bit more from him, gimmick wise, promo wise, even in ring wise. But Darby Allen picks up the victory over Kip Sabian, and he gives Sabian, like, this weird, like, like Indian deathlock thing. But they don't call it that. They call it the Last Supper, and Darby Allen picks up the victory. The next match we get into, it was Jake Hager versus Chico Adams. And there's nothing really too much to say about this match besides Jake Hager just ran right through Adams, demolished him. Just really quickly and picked up the victory. Then after the match, we get a surprise. John Moxley is here. We didn't know he was medically cleared. We didn't know that at all. He jumps in the ring. His Jake Hager with um a paradigm shift. And the thing I didn't like about that is that right after Hager no-sold that or it was another move. And he no-sold it and he just rolled out the ring and then they started brawling. Um, What I don't like about it is... Like, you would never see, like, someone no-sell a Stone Cold Stunner or someone no-sell a Tombstone and get right back up, you know? But over here in AEW, is like, almost the big finishing maneuvers, you have people, like, no-selling them. And, and that's not... And that's not cool because, like, th that's, like, your main guy. Like, John Moxley is your main guy and you just had Jake Hager... Like, shake off a paradigm shift. 
Not even just lay there and then start to move around. He just got up and just rolled out. You know, but by the way this was looking, especially the promo that um, John Moxley cut afterwards, saying that we're going to meet again. I'm taking everybody out one by one from the inner circle. So I'm just assuming we're going to get Jake Hager versus John Moxley for the AEW championship at one of these Dynamite episodes in, in the main event. I don't want to see Jake Hager versus John Moxley at like a double or nothing or all out, all in, or full gear or revolution, whatever. I do not want to see that. But if it's on a on a TV, on the main event of Dynamite, I'm here for it. Then before we get into this next match, they show a vignette of the exalted one, Brody Lee. And he's sitting there. He's cutting up some steak. He's enjoying himself, wearing a suit. You know, he's being accompanied by um like one of the creepers i think it was alex something I, f- I keep forgetting their names but i'm sorry so they were there sitting with him eating dinner but they weren't eating he was eating and i found that a little strange so you know brody lee is eating and then he basically says now that i'm here we're not the weak ones in aew we are not the prey we are the lions of aew we prey on the weak we are not the weak ones you got to start understanding that we're the Lions. You got to understand, I'm here now. We're the Lions. And one of the Creepers from the Dark Order go to, you know, cut a piece of steak. And Brody Lee is like, no, no. Do you see me finish eating? Am I done? Did I finish eating? No? Get out. Get out right now. And I was like, oh, I, I get that reference. I get it. Then he sits back down. He's like, unbelievable. He tells him, like, yo, you better check your mans. You don't eat until I finish eating. Fuck is wrong with y'all. And then the, that guy, I think he sneezed or coughed. And Brody Lee is like, get out. You two, get out. Get out. You know I hate sneezing. You know I hate sneezing. If you don't know who Brody Lee is pretending to be, he's pretending to be Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Because if you don't know, the rumors are that Vince hates Sneezing. He hates himself sneezing, and he hates other people sneezing. Why? Because sneezing is something that he has no control over. So he hates it. How psychotic do you have to be to sit there and say, I hate sneezing because I can't control it? That's just psychotic and just... uh, Vince, you're, you're, you're a strange man. You're a strange man. Then we get... Until the next match of the night, and it was Brody Lee's first match in AEW. And it was the exalted one, Brody Lee versus QT Marshall, the Apple guy. Um, This match was quick. It was similar to the Jake Hager and Chico Adams match. It was just to shine a light on Brody Lee and his in-ring work. You know, um, like, damn, Brody Lee just... Looked impressive. He did like one of those like flips over the top, similar to to Guerrero. And I was like, I've never seen him do that because you got to remember, all I've seen him as Luke Harper in WWE, and I don't think we've ever seen him do one of those like flips over the top, like like he weighs like one ninety, you know. So like that was impressive to me. And then towards the end of the match, to pick up the victory, Brody Lee hits him with a wicked discus larry and. Damn near decapitates QT Marshall, and his head is flopping around ringside. Brody Lee, the exalted one, picks up the victory. 
Then we get into the last match of the night. But not the end of the episode, but the last match of the night, and it was the Spanish God, Sammy Guevara versus Kenny Omega for the AAA championship. And this match was the best match of the night. From the technical skill, the in-ring work, the psychology, even though it was like a 15, 20-minute match, they got their shit in. They got their shit in, and it was a great match. A great match. One point during this match, Guevara had like drawings, like as like fans. He had like a captain from Star Trek, his best friend Chris Jericho, and Brandy. And then during the match, after he did like a tope to to Kenny or something, he grabbed the Brandy poster. And he's making out with it and whatever. And then they cut to Brandy, and Brandy's had the only face of disgust. Like, what is this nigga doing? What is his problem right now? You know. I thought that was pretty funny. That just made me laugh hysterical. But there's one thing I want to say about this match that I did not like. And I already mentioned it in the review. Sammy Guevara hit his finish, I believe, or some crazy move on, on Kenny Omega. And Kenny Omega is like dropped on his head, right? And he gets back up like it was nothing. Gives Sammy Guevara like 7,000 V-triggers. Hits him with a one-wigged angel and then, and then that's the match. You know? And I'm like, what the hell? Like, I understand, like, that's, like, the new thing to do. Like, no-sell your opponent's big move and then hit them with your shit and then call it a day. But I did not like that. I did not like that at all. That that Like, that's like saying if Chris Jericho was in a championship match and he hit somebody with, like, the Judas effect and they no-sold and kicked out at one. It's like, you, you just destroyed his finisher. And I think that's what they kind of did to Sammy. But whatever, that's just my critique of that. But the match was still good. Um, after Kenny Omega hits his, like, two, three V-triggers and the one-winged angel on Sammy Guevara, he picks up the victory to retain his AAA championship. Then we get into the last segment of the night. Chris Jericho, the once, the le champion of AEW, the head of the inner circle, comes face-to-face with Broken, Matt Hardy, wonderful. But before Matt Hardy appears, Jericho's cutting a promo, saying at Blood and Guts, I'm going to kick your ass. Everybody in the elite from, from Nick Jackson to Matt Jackson, Cody, Omega, Page, even Matt. And then we hear a little drone, a little buzzing. The, the, the propellers are going. And it's Vanguard, not Vanguard 1, because I forgot to mention Vanguard 1 was the West Side correspondent, and he was in Rancho Cucamonga in, I think, in Nick Jackson's house, showing him working out to see his progress if he's getting better after the inner circle smashed a, a garage door on top of him and then put him out of action for, like, the next, like, two, three, four weeks or so. So Vanguard 1 had other priorities of the night. But we had Vanguard here, and Jericho's upset. He's like, Vanguard, you piece of shit. And then Jericho calms down, and he was saying, do you want to join the inner circle, Vanguard? Think about all the IG models you could get. Think about all the bubbly you can get if you join the inner circle. A little bit of the bubbly for Vanguard. Vanguard doesn't even think twice, and he flies away. Chris Jericho's upset. He's like, Vanguard, no, come this way, land this way, land this way. Vanguard, you son of a bitch. And he's upset. And Cody, 
says this funny thing on commentary. He's like, Chris, no means no. No means no. Just like little things that Cody was doing like in commentary throughout the night was just absolutely funny to me. After Vanguard 1 goes, Chris Jericho's like, you son of a bitch, Vanguard. You should have joined the inner circle. Then the piano starts. And then the camera cuts to the rafters. And who can it be? Wonderful. It was broken Matt Hardy. And then they did like this little thing of like he's jumping from the nosebleeds to like the middle row and then the thing and he ends up in the ringside area and he jumps in the ring face to face with Jericho. And Jericho's like, how did you do that? It was pretty impressive. And Matt Hardy's like, I am magic. I am magic. And I was like, okay. I don't know where the hell this is going, but it's got my attention. And Chris Jericho is like, why are you here, Matt? Why are you here in all elite wrestling? Why are you here? I mean, I get it. You came from somewhere else. You wanted to reinvent yourself. No one knows more about reinventing than me, you know? And then he basically starts saying that I built this place, you know, that you guys should thank me or whatever. Then Chris Jericho is just talking a whole bunch of shit. And then Matt Hardy is like, you are a hole of ass. Not an asshole, a hole of ass. Then Matt Hardy starts to explain, saying that the Bucks of Youth resurrected him. And now he is not broken Matt Hardy. He is Damascus, and he is 3,000 years old. And Damascus is the most ruthless, vindictive, malicious part of broken Matt. And that's who he's going to be in the Blood and Guts pay-per-view in their match when it's the Elite versus the Inner Circle. And then Chris Jericho is like, you son of a bitch. Why did you join the Elite? You could have joined me. Do you want to join the Inner Circle? Like, do you want to join the Inner Circle, Matt? Are you Elite? And Matt Hardy goes, Delete. And then Chris Jericho is like, no. Are you Elite or are you Delete? And they start going back and forth. Elite, Delete, Elite, Delete, Delete, Delete. Whatever the hell they were doing. They were just going back and forth. Chris Jericho was like, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it. Matt, nobody is here in the audience to chant your stupid catchphrase. Nobody is here. And Matt Hardy is like, yes, they are here. Yes, they are here. Because everybody is Ivesu that is here. They're everywhere. And Chris Jericho was like, nobody's here, Matt. Yes, they are. They are. They're vessels. And Chris Jericho was looking around like this guy has a serious problem. There's nobody here. Matt, there is nobody here to chant your catch your catchphrases. Everybody is here, Chris. Do you hear them? The vessels. Just a weird off-the-wall promo. It just made me laugh. And Chris Jericho had enough. He smashed the dog shit out of Matt Hardy. Matt Hardy is like, a word? Really? Punches Chris Jericho. Knocks him on his ass. Chris Jericho's like, oh, really, Matt? Oh, really? I know some magic, too. Abracadabra. Matt Hardy's just standing there like, what? Then Sammy Guevara comes out of nowhere. Then Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara are attacking Matt Hardy. And then Cody and Kenny Omega come from the back with steel chairs. Start beating Chris Jericho with, with, with a steel chair. Start beating Sammy Guevara with the steel chair. Guevara and Jericho run out or whatever. Matt Hardy jumps up and he's doing delete and wonderful deletion. And then the fire and pyro was going off and everywhere. And that's the end of AEW Dynamite. I've never seen something so weird and something so good 
like that in a long time. And that may be one of the, if not the best ending to a show or best segment in a show all year. That was just absolutely wonderful. But my overall rating for this episode of AEW Dynamite, I'll give it a 7 out of 10. I was going to give it a 6, 6.5 out of 10. But after that last segment with with Chris Jericho cutting a promo on Vanguard and just talking shit to Matt Hardy and then Matt Hardy just being weird and off the wall and being broken just was the icing on the cake. So I give this episode of Dynamite a 7 out of 10. Anyway, guys, that is the end of this AEW Dynamite review. If you're new to the channel, be sure to subscribe and hit that notification bell so you know whenever we go live, post new videos. I, we have a new series coming out, so if you're new, be sure to subscribe so you know whenever we post the video. And if you enjoyed this AEW Dynamite review, be sure to hit that like with a Stone Cold Stunner. And in the comments, let us know, did you like AEW Dynamite? Did you hate AEW Dynamite? Were you even watching AEW Dynamite or were you watching NXT instead? Let us know in the comment section down below. I go by the name Unknown. Pipe Bomb.